Hey everyone, welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. This week we are three brothers and a dad, and we are going to be talking about The Rocketeer, which is the movie I chose uh, for us to review. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we begin, my name is Ben. I'm Sam. I'm Ike. And I'm the dad. All right, so uh, we'll talk about the movie in here in a minute, but it's it feels like it's been a little bit. I guess it's only been a week that we missed. Uh, I don't remember exactly why, but anyone watched anything fun outside of The Rocketeer that they want to talk about? I did watch, uh, Dad mentioned these. I can't remember if you mentioned them on the podcast, but they're How Not to Draw. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the Doofenshmirtz and Mickey one, and they're actually, they're pretty fun. They're, I mean, super short, but uh, well animated and kind of fun nice super clever i mean they're just yeah. fun they're kind of like the old old not old style but where looney tunes where they would draw a cartoon character and then they would race his mouth and you yeah. know and then they would do something and so i mean it's not how to draw anything i mean basically they say draw a circle and then make the rest of his body yeah yeah <laughs> you know? it's just an excuse kind of to get to the right actual right. thing which yeah. sam you also watched uh, guardians 3 right I think since we, I did, yeah. how did you like that? It was good. It was, uh, it was just a solid Marvel movie. I thought, uh, there wasn't anything, it wasn't the best by any means. Um, I think I'd say it was, uh, probably my second favorite guardians movie after the first one. Um, but it was just enjoyable and solid and felt like mm-hmm. they actually knew what they were doing versus some mm-hmm. of the other stuff they put out lately. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, we we watched through we watched through all of Loki again here recently. We couldn't. I've been wanting to watch through it again, and I was trying to make it closer to all the second season, but we couldn't really lay, wait any longer. I think we've watched it through now. I think three or four times. Holy man! <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Still holds up super well. And then we've been going through the past two days. We've been going through. I watched. We watched some of the Ahsoka arcs, some of the best ones, and Clone Wars because Carolyn hadn't seen them. My wife, and then we are watching through some of the Star Wars Rebels show in preparation nice. for soka so that's actually been really fun i mean i just forgot how good both shows are i mean i prefer clone wars over rebels probably but still the rebels storytelling and some of their arcs are still really really interesting but it's been really fun i watched uh ferdinand uh which is uh a blue sky acquired i think from mm-hmm. by disney and it really <laughs> i think it's a great movie i think they do a good job i think it's fun to watch um I think yeah, every I time I watch it, I, I enjoy it more. Mm. Nice. I've only seen it once. Yeah, my supervisor worked on that movie, and he was saying the other day that if you look at the crowds, uh-huh. uh huh, there's about three different body shapes. Uh, yeah. You can kind of tell. You can, if you're looking, you can see it's very clearly like three models that they've just kind of put different That's hairstyles fun. on or That's different funny. clothes, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. But it's oh. funny. I mean, they've got some, you know, it, it kind of has a blue sky kind of feel where they, you know, they have uh, strong personalities in several of the bulls, the matador. Um, and it's just, I, I think, I think it's a good formula. Uh, I don't know if it makes for a blockbuster, but it really makes for a good fun to watch over and over again. Kind of movie. The goat's fun. Yeah. Like you should goat, talk about, uh, I got to go deal with the kid real quick, but you should uh, talk about Haunted Mansion real quick. Yeah, me because I yeah Sam and Dad neither of you have seen it right? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, so we went and saw it I think a week and a half ago or so, and just me and my wife. It's a fun date night without our kid, our baby Jane. Um, but yeah, so we went and saw that, and it was pretty good. I mean, I was I was really excited for it, just judging off the trailers and 
I was I thought it, the trailers looked really fun and just kind of more like the ride than either of the past on a mansion movies we've gotten. So I was really looking forward to it. But again, tempered expectations because neither of the Haunted Mansion movies, in my opinion, were any good, really. So but it was I'm I was pleased to report that it was really fun. I mean, it's a good one. It's going to be a really strong Halloween movie to come to Disney Plus, I think, for most people. I think most people would probably enjoy it if they went to theaters, but it's definitely one that could probably just wait a couple months. But no, it felt a lot like the Disney rides, um, but it wasn't too just built off of the camp, you know, the Easter eggs and stuff to where it felt like they made a movie just to throw in Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. It felt very tastefully done. And some of them were very subtle. Some of them were kind of like, okay, obviously that's, they had to put it in there just because it's from the ride, you know, iconic scenes and stuff. But for the most part, it was really tastefully done. Um, All the characters, I'd say actually about 90% of the characters were all really good, good actors. Um, There's a decent amount of heart to it, which is kind of surprising. Um, The music was pretty fun. But yeah, overall, it was really good. Owen Wilson was great. And the main the main actor, Ben, was the character's name. He was a phenomenal character. I mean, not necessarily just super fun, but... Most Bens are really found. Well. I, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's not my case for that, but uh, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so it was a good one. Definitely, definitely recommend to check it out, either in theaters or when it comes to Disney Plus near Halloween. But yeah, we really liked it. We can't wait to watch it again. Nice. Yeah, um... Yeah, definitely wanted to watch it, but, but I, I assume it won't come out for... Prevail. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that or not, but I clicked on uh, accidentally. The thing I've been watching a uh, uh, little bit here and there is I'm trying to get through, again, the rest of the X-Men animated series. So I'm, I think I have one episode mm-hmm. left of that, and that's been pretty fun. I mean, it feels me... like, you know, 90s cartoons, which it is, and I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun. So just How many seasons is that? Uh, I think there's three, maybe. Okay. Nice, that's fun. Um, let me see here. Uh, actually, five seasons. Wow. wow. So much longer than I was thinking. But, Dad, you had a question. I know you said uh, kind of talking about the, uh, you know, state of Disney Plus. So you want to yeah, give us your question? So I'm, yeah, my question is to all of you. I mean, do you think, do you have this feeling? Because, you know, I, I check out like what's happening in, in the Disney universe every just about every day just to see if there's anything of interest and there just seems to be a lot of chatter about disney plus and i just wonder i mean do you foresee that disney plus could cease to end i mean do you think it'll continue do you think it'll continue in this format because i feel like when they started everybody was excited it wasn't even excitement built on what's new but just that we had this new library of disney films and now there seems to be this growing uh dissatisfaction with their offerings and like well you know i I, maybe i may of all my streaming services this will be one that i drop i mean do you see them making a change do you see them doing something differently i know they're trying to you know increase the revenue but I, i i don't know i mean i don't i haven't seen any really old material put on except you know they've done those kind of mickey shorts um kind of like oh here's something from Mm -hmm. the vault for a hundred years but no i'm still i'm just asking i'm still super excited for a lot of the shows coming out i'm not like oh it's all been trash i mean i would say like a lot of people even for star wars and stuff it's like 
I don't know. I think like some of the content has definitely been mediocre, but I would say most of the Star Wars stuff stuff wasn't just right out trash. And there's been mixed in with good enough stuff. I feel like with Tales of the Jedi, I mean, they just Clone Wars season seven. You know, they did Andor, they did Mandalorian. Even if season three wasn't up to par, I think I don't know. I just feel like everyone's super focused on it right now with every show that comes out. If it's not meets their expectations, it's like oh, Disney Plus is done. They should just cancel everything. Never make any more Marvel or Star Wars content which I don't think they should do that. I think they're definitely, and they've made suggestions that they're going to greatly reduce their output, which I think that's very smart. Like if they can do, you know, two maybe shows or one Star Wars show a year instead of three or whatever. Yeah, but I is that enough a lot. To, to keep people enticed to keep a Disney Plus subscription? I mean, people originally signed year. up. People originally didn't sign up for the Disney Plus original. They signed up just to have the Disney library at their fingertips. I mean, Mandalorian came out right off the bat, too. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that was their main. But I wonder if they'll put some of that stuff as a pay-per-view, almost like an Amazon kind of thing, where you just buy the... I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I mean, right now, if you take 146 million subscribers and they each did $10 a month, which not everyone does, but let's just say that's $17 billion a year, $17.5 which is almost double their box office their best year ever you know the issue i don't think is revenue i think the issue is i mean obviously they want to get that up higher is they just spend so much money so i think they will not get rid of it i think that's just people saying things you don't know anything about like how it works but i think they will have to streamline i think they're going to get smarter about where they're putting their money i feel like for a while there they just felt like let's just prove it all pump tons and tons of money into it and I, I think there was kind of a thing when streaming first came out and it's kind of a thing with technology and when a new technology comes out whether it's the metaverse or you know in our nfts or those kind of things you kind of you blow it up to be bigger than it is mm-hmm. and i think for like streaming for a while they were like justifying all these incredible amounts of money they were spending by it's going to be bigger than cable it's going to be bigger than anything ever was well and they were and doing I, it i think well, it's I was, well i think it's just replacing cable mm-hmm. you know i think it's going to end up being about the same amounts of content probably a little more just because there's more people now but i think it's it's just going to end up replacing cable yeah for the most part well i think too part of the issue i think is so you know tech companies right have been monster money makers for everyone right like apple google all that and you know the general rule of thumb i think was like whatever they do in revenue is like 50 times is what their stock price is valued at because they just make so much money and there's so much growth and there's just sustained growth and all these companies kept growing 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 so everyone just kept pushing stock higher and higher and and that's what netflix kind of became was like it was one of the tech companies versus one of the media companies so its price per share was like astronomically overinflated but they kept getting subscribers increases so people were like kind of kind of including them in that lump of tech companies and so disney kind of switched from being a media company to being a tech company kind of where it wanted to be like all the investors and all the shareholders wanted these big companies to be like yeah let's push their their stock up into astronomical numbers and but that's all super predicated on constant massive growth and so i think that like now that it's sustainable, but I mean, once they get it to a sustainable amount, but it makes a lot of money, but it's not just going to keep growing by hundreds of millions every single, no. year, you know, mm-hmm. every couple of years. Like that's just not realistic. Yeah. So then Their it just becomes, they are more like a media company again than 
an Apple or a Google. They're just not like that, you know. So uh, I think they kind of got miss everyone's kind of mental image of what this is is kind of wrong. I think it's just going to be a great revenue stream for them. They'll keep putting stuff on it. You know, they'll probably increase the subscriber count up another tens of millions, but you know, it's not going to be like constant growth forever. Uh, and they just made an extra, you know, tens of billions of dollars a year, but they can't just keep spending $30 billion a year on content just for that. Like, obviously that's across the board. It wasn't just Disney plus, but um, and they all lose money. I mean, Netflix is the only profitable one, and they've only been profitable for maybe right. a year or two. I don't think it's been. But again, long. they were and spending to get debt. growth. They don't care about yeah. really profit. They just wanted to get growth, you know, because then mm-hmm. growth is what pushes shares and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird industry across the board. And I think Go- or yeah. Disney is in a bad spot because they kind of went the wrong direction i think i think they kind of tried Mm -hmm. to become that and now their stock and everything else is kind of suffering a little bit because of that um but it'll be interesting to see what their price increases and the password sharing and stuff i mean they've kind of tweaked they keep kind of pushing back when they think they'll be able to be profitable they are saying next year now at this point but who knows i mean i feel like they could get there if they just reduce their spending like again, like spending two hundred ten million on a secret invasion show, which, which we mentioned that in the previous podcast, and I saw a lot of information. Like all these shows, a lot, and like right. even the big movies, you know, like Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, they had massive reshoots and they had massive lockdowns with COVID and stuff, and it yeah. just pushed everything back. And that, I mean, apparently that was adding dozens. And I mean, dozens it makes of sense. Anytime shows, they had a couple weeks, they had so much money. Uh, but still, they just need to decrease the. I mean, <laughs> obviously, it's not that simple, but they need to, yeah. or else they're gonna. But I don't think the cadence of like, I've kind of liked, you know, we had Secret Invasion and then, you know, a couple week break and then into Ahsoka and there'll be a couple week break and then into Loki. Like that doesn't seem horrible, you know, but again, the shows have to be decent. And I know like you liked them and there are some good ones in there. I'm not saying everything's bad, but like, I think we want everything to be good. And so some of of them have been us convincing ourselves they're not too bad when it's like, there's other shows online, and I haven't watched them because I don't watch a ton of shows, but that are like actually really, really, really good. And these yeah, are not amongst the really, really, too. really good I mean, shows, you know? So, yeah. but I mean, Netflix, um, they give everyone, yeah, Disney but Netflix so is not Again, the standard. They're massive that. IP. And this massive, well, you know, the Star Wars kind of and Marvel. Standard yeah, Disney's not Netflix. For a long time, they've been the premier. Still, Netflix did company. 900 originals last year. Yeah. You know, Disney did what? 30 <laughs> so like but yeah. nobody expects quality from netflix some people but do because this is not really they expect to have the some of the, the big shows they expect them to be good or well, yeah they kind of hope they're good but disney when you put disney on the title of something you expect it to be worth your time and right i should be i mean that's like saying like it's like samsung Sam, well that's not even a great example but let's just say samsung comes out with like 75 different phones it's not as many as it used to be but they come out with a ton of different models apple came out with two or three a year there is a difference but apple sells a lot more and their their quality you know and again i know it's not perfect technology because samsung is great but i'm just saying netflix i don't think people go oh it's got netflix on the on the brand it must be, has to be quality good. you know yeah. like i think well, they're doing something right because yeah. they're making money and they have way more right. subscribers. But that's so. just because people are okay with just watching like I know. you know reality shows. And I bet you, out of those nine hundred, I bet seven of them or fifteen of them are generating oh, yeah. all of the views. Easily. I bet all the rest of it is just kind of there. Maybe you get some, but I yeah. mean, like whatever that uh, what's the what's the love one that's really big on there? Love's Blind or whatever it is. Yeah. Like one of those yeah. and a Squid Games yeah. and it's and um. 
uh, what's the one you love? Stranger like things. Stranger Things, Stranger like things. that. Those kind of things are Wednesday, generating yeah, so much more massive. viewership. Than, it'd be interesting to see like how much uh, or how helpful it is for Netflix just to have content there, even if nobody mm-hmm. ever watches it, to make the library right. feel full. Yep. Even though it may never appeal yeah. to hardly anybody or nobody hardly ever watches it, but you're scrolling past stuff 100%. that you've never seen before, and you're like, oh wow, they've got a ton of stuff on here. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. like a perceived value, you know. Uh, I was watching yeah. a CEO talk about that or something. Some, I don't remember who it was, but it was basically that exact idea. It was like they want you to perceive that there's a lot of value there, even though mm-hmm. realistically you're never going to watch even a millionth of it, you know. But I think well, you've answered my questions really well, and uh, I don't want to take up the whole time yeah. with my one question. Um, my other thought, I thought we should do a pre, a, a, uh, a, what we guess Ike will say about Ahsoka, uh, you know, and, but we're not going to do that right now. <laughs> yeah. um, we didn't so, even talk about the Loki trailer, which ends the anticipation oh, yeah. for that. So I think it'll be great, but uh, of course you'll think yeah. it'll be great. It will. Ike watched it and said, I don't care about it at all. I said, I called it for Loki season one before the show had released. I wasn't able to tell from the trailer that it would possibly be one of my favorite MCU projects. (laughs) And I was dead right. And this trailer has the same energy and it looks just as good. So, okay. Just like Ant-Man had the greatest trailer of all time. But it was the greatest trailer. I stand by that still. (laughs) Not only was it the greatest movie of all time, I didn't say it would be. But I said the trailer was fantastic. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyways, so I picked The Rocketeer for our movie. Uh, I just thought it looked really fun. I've always seen like the cover and uh, kind of the design, and I don't know. It just it looked really cool and stylized, and uh, the actual cover doesn't look like that necessarily, but um, or the thumbnail. Uh, this came out in 1991, uh, and uh, stars I don't know like who you would say. Uh, Billy Campbell's the main guy. Jennifer Connelly, Timothy Dalton, who is. Uh, he is uh, Bond uh, in some of the Bond movies. Um, Alan Arkin, who is, we'll talk about that in a minute, and some others. But um, it maybe actually, Dad, you introduced it. I think you're always good at that. I mean, you you said you watched this movie in theaters, actually. Uh, uh, yep, I went to the movie one theater of a few because people. It, and I I was kind of hooked by what you just said, Ben. I mean, I think the cover art was really cool. It had that kind of Buck Rogers feel. Um, and, you know, it was everybody likes the idea of a guy with a rocket strapped on his back. And it was kind of like, uh, what was it, 1991? Yeah. Then it came out. So yep. it was kind of after Superman and all Star Wars. and But it, it still felt like kind of a something new and exciting for Disney kind of uh, into the superhero realm. Um, mm-hmm. I remember watching it. I I don't remember it being the greatest movie I ever saw. Um, in fact, I don't think I've seen it since until recently. Uh, but, uh, you know, I remember watching it at the time and thinking it was a big deal. The thing that's a bummer to me about this kind of movie is, on a, for one, it's 91, but it feels older than that to me. It feels, which it is, it's an older setting, but it, it's set in uh, pre-World War II, I think, right? It's like in the 30s, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um uh so that helps but it feels kind of like in the love bug era to me a little bit kind of the you know the the plot's pretty basic you know it, and the part that makes me sad is like these movies just will not get made at, at least any kind of you know big level studio that's like super they're just they're just too straightforward they're too you know simple uh you know not complex plot there's not like i don't know there's some weird like they try to make it some like weird edginess in it that just feels kind of out of place but um 
I don't know, but I thought it had a really fun feel and I really liked the setting and just the kind of the silliness of some of it. Uh, it's the same director as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and then he also did Jumanji, uh, Jurassic Park 3, which is not as great. And then Captain America, The First Avenger is probably one of his, his biggest uh, since Jumanji. October Sky, I guess, is pretty big. But um, And it's good. So, and it also has James Horner uh, did the music. So it's got yeah, like, you know, really decent. I Avatar. Mean, I mean, those yeah. are big movies. They've done, you know, good Iconic good overall, score. like, kind of, it's treated seriously and pretty well made, uh, yeah. but I think it's a lot of fun. What did you think, Sam? I I had no idea what it was about going in. Yeah. Um, and I think it was fun. Um, there are parts that are a little corny. It feels a little bit like uh, Iron Man was maybe based off this. Right. <laughs> His suit is literally <laughs> almost unbelievably uh powerful and stuff defies uh, all physics yeah i mean it's just it it it's funny because it kind of tries to be serious in some respects like people die and people get shot and like that kind of thing it doesn't feel like some of the goofy disney movies where you know there's a little less stakes in it um but at the same time it kind of defies physics and kind of does leans on some of those things yeah. um so it's kind of in a world of its own i don't know but the fact that this, like, if I try to picture this coming out in theaters, I'm like, it just doesn't, it's just really amazing. Like, it just doesn't feel like it would be, mm-hmm. Well, they said it took know. them a long time to get a studio to pick it up. And apparently they hunted for a while to get someone to make the movie. And they said Disney originally, once they finally decided, because it was based on a comic book, they said. And they said once Disney finally decided to do it, they said there was a whole bunch of back and forth to, like, figure out the script and stuff. And it kept changing from the guy's original, uh, you know, dis- ideas and stuff and they said disney originally was throwing a really small scope and budget at it and then once they started working on it and they started realizing what it can kind of shape up to be and once they changed the plot enough to where there's a bigger climax climax in the end and stuff they said they put a lot more eggs on it they put a lot more money towards it and they ended up giving it a really pretty big budget for the time which is surprising yeah and it just feels like they would never make stuff like this anymore like you were saying i mean i feel like the plot's a little convoluted um you know you've got like essentially you you've got like three different groups kind of going after this uh this rocket you know there's uh you know it's been made by uh oh who is it it's famous it's an actual guy Uh, howard hughes howard hughes yeah he's the inventor of it somehow you know some like german espionage guy captures it and is running away with it puts it somewhere then this kid gets it but you have the CIA or the FBI involved, probably the FBI involved in trying to get it. Actually, it's not even the FBI at the time, is it? Yeah, it is. It is. Yes, FBI. So the FBI is trying to get it. There's these, there's the main villain who is a Nazi who's trying to get it, but he's using these gangsters as like his muscle to also try to get it. And, and then it seems you have like there's a couple level of gangsters. Yeah, exactly. A couple yeah. different levels, and, and then you've and got the, the main thing character. is they're all wearing the suits in the right the uh, take a the hats, and you know all have Tommy guns and that kind of thing. So they're it's kind of hard to tell which group is doing what at what time. Yeah, I thought that part was a little. I mean, I thought uh, the villain who is uh, Timothy Dalton, who is he's the Nazi, and he again he's James Bond in some of the Bond movies. Uh, I thought he was really good. He's super creepy, super sleazy. I'm not creepy, but just like I mean, just you just feel his just oiliness you know um especially when interacting with the main you know uh jennifer conley um i like that he's an actor you know in hollywood or whatever and he's doing the old movies and stuff i think that's kind of fun scenes and i think the setting's really really fun to see a more modern movie still set in that era 
Um, but dad, did you think, you know, the overall plot and stuff's fun or what did you think, you know? Um, uh, I, I, I thought it, like you said, it felt like it was kind of a, um, a different era. You know, I, I saw it was, I saw that the, uh, music and I didn't know who the composer was and, but it had kind of a field of dreams. It had that kind of deep American sound, you know, where it's this pastoral music that feels like sweeping hills and things like that. And it's kind of set against that. And, and you know, the Rocketeer is kind of like a uh, uh, Captain America guy uh, where he's just good old American, you know, ingenuity and we're going to try. And, and Howard Hughes is kind of like Howard Stark. You Literally know? looks and like it, him. And it, and it just, and it does kind of feel like that. Like they stumbled into this and really it, it's for America. So it kind of has that American yeah. Uncle the Sam wants you kind of thing. It yeah, kind of feels like it, if it had been made during World War II, it'd be kind of a yeah. propaganda film. Right, like, right, right. Well, even at the Hitler at the end, you know. Well, even at the end, right? The he goes says to the gangster, like, this guy's a Nazi, and he's like He's like, I may be, against, you know, against the law, I'm but I'm a full-blooded American. And then he, you know, yeah, starts right, going right, after right, him, you know, yeah. like, I thought that I was fun. I do honest work, but I'm 100% yeah. American, yeah. I liked yeah, the, uh, the the dog bar or whatever they all eat, restaurant or the diner. I thought that was mm-hmm. fun. I really like his, uh, he's got an older guy that, that apparently the, the the main character is a, is a airplane racer you know like they're they're building a plane to race in uh some you know big big race and uh, i like his mechanic guy who is the father-in-law in in the santa claus movies uh santa claus 2 and i think he's in three he may not be in three i can't remember um but he's really good i think he's the one who can you know fix anything and uh comes up with a helmet and all the different parts but uh, yeah, I think it's really fun. And then also I told Sam, uh, he already knows this, but there's a singer in the bar in the, like in the bar later on who is the, uh, Michael Scott, uh, you know, date slash, I think maybe even marries her in the office show. They divorced, I think, or uh, something. They used to be married. Okay. Maybe that's it. But it's, uh, it was kind of fun seeing, yeah. seeing some What'd of you know, guys cameos. think of the, uh, henchman goon guy? That's classic James Bond, you know, where (laughs) there's the guy called, I can't remember what he's called. Frankenstein? Not Keith, but he's like this giant guy who can fold people in half. Those are prosthetics. Jaws. Oh, yeah. Did you see him talk? Yeah, Yeah, his mouth couldn't even move. Oh, yeah. That's funny. He'd be like, oh, that's good. I mean, all the characters I thought were really good. He's huge, seven feet. You know the the really the the one I thought was the weakest, and you probably you know who she is the 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 girl. I I, I didn't think she was very good. I mean, and she doesn't have I a mean, huge I, role. I mean, other than being the, you know the damsel. More likable than a lot of the other females in some of the older Disney movies. Yeah, maybe I. I she just didn't feel like yeah. very deep. I didn't mind her. I mean, I know her originally Top Gun Maverick. Uh, she's in that. Oh, yeah. But. yeah. Apparently, originally she was supposed to be. They reworked the script apparently a lot with her, which I felt like it was. She ended up being pretty much. The, a little bit of the damsel in distress, but originally she was going to be like being saved the whole time, but they made her a little bit more capable in this, this version, which I thought was interesting. And then you mentioned Ben a little bit ago. I thought the helmet design was really, really cool, really iconic. Well, I mean, clearly not too iconic because you probably could show everybody and no one would know what it was, but they said originally Michael Eisner was really wanting it to be kind of like sleek and like designed after like the NASA helmets or something at the time. And again, the creator, he had a comic and I guess it, ended up looking just like the comic but they like said okay 
this NASA version is not really working out. So we'll give you, you know, a short, it was a short time period of time to make the helmet you want to make that looks good from all angles. And then they ended up creating that and it, they're like, okay, we'll use your helmet. And it was the original design they originally proposed, which, but Michael Eisner did not want it originally, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Do they like, say at one point that the helmet is how he steers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's how he controls the it. He's got like, the fin on top. Kind of, but then he's he flies it without it at some points. Does, does he? he? I think he doesn't ever really fly well at the without end, he it. He flies the guy it without does. it. I'm pretty the guy, sure. The bad guy does. I don't know if he I don't know how it. he doesn't ignite his back on fire <laughs> or his legs on fire. But it or even has a classic a blimp, source. you know, or a zeppelin. Yeah. I think that's super fun. They said, they said that yeah. explosion and stuff at the end, the zeppelin, because ILM did the visual effects and it was like a 10 foot long blimp. And they said the explosion and stuff. Were, at the end was four hundred thousand dollars alone of the oh, yeah. budget, which I thought was massive. But I'm like, is that how it would work? Really where it would slowly blow up in stages yeah. all the way down? I'm pretty sure if that hydrogen ignites inside, yeah. it uh, would just or is it helium? Just it would just instantly go. Boom. You know, it's that much money. I guess they had to slow down. Yeah. So I thought that was, was funny. But... That'd be insane. Wow. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. But... Yeah. But it's. Oh yeah, we were both puzzled and surprised. We both liked it. I mean, we kept pausing and be like, because we had. We have a newborn baby, so it makes it harder to watch things. And every time we were able to rewatch, you know, start it back up, we were pretty antsy to get watching. And then we finished it, I think, on our lunch break. But we were both excited to finish it up. But it was good. We liked yeah. it a lot. Um, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. I, I'm glad I picked uh, it. Yeah. And it was definitely one that, you know, you've seen I've seen forever, but uh never watched. So I think it's, you know, something I would Personally, I would yeah, say it's a little more edgy in some parts, oh. and there's some language and stuff. But I mean, I definitely it's helium. I would put it up there with a lot of the older ones. Um, it felt like classic Disney. Well, I think that's. I mean, I I, I would not want to be the Disney studio right now because I feel like if they don't have a if it, every movie's not a blockbuster, they fail. You mm -hmm. know, and now you know back then there were just movies that were fun to watch, and they they may have been this popular, but too, they didn't. Though. I mean, well, yeah, well maybe, but it, it just seems it, like, you know, I yeah. may, maybe they were scrutinized as much back then, but yeah. it, I, it didn't. It feels a lot more so. Now. Mm -hmm. I think just absorb it, I guess, easier. I mean, because it had a forty-five million dollar budget or forty million, and then it only made 50, forty-five, so it definitely lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, half of its cost to make it, pretty much. But it's interesting though. There's a there was a Disney Junior TV series called hmm. the rocketeer based off this wow well there's also this sequel. is based off something as well it's not original right but this was based or this came out in uh 2019 mm -hmm. and, yeah i saw that really? wow uh, yeah hmm. it's i think it only apparently they had like season, video games but... and tons of merchandise and that was another thing disney really wanted to make it merchandising friendly and do like make all their money that way because they didn't think they were going to make any of the box office really so they were hoping to make it all back in that stuff but apparently it didn't well, that's well. that is interesting I, and stuff and yeah it didn't I do well, hope. So. that's what, what i was saying? i read um you know the uh teenage mutant ninja turtle movie it's doing pretty decent you know not anything yeah, wild but they said this year they've sold over a billion dollars in mer merchandise though because of just the teenage mutant ninja turtles doing really well right now but it's just crazy how you know a lot of these like those side things it's and like i also read since 2012 yeah isn't that crazy, crazy. I also read that Avatar The Way of Water made $1.2 billion in paid video on demand and rentals, which is just crazy. Like, there is still a huge business, and after theater, you know, it's not the only thing they make money off of, basically. Yeah, um, which is interesting because I just heard uh, maybe Ike said this at one point, but I think they said Guardians 3 is their last physical 
disc in Australia. Australia. That's the only oh, place. Australia? Yeah, Thankfully. everywhere else it's coming out for a while at least, probably. Maybe it was actually their last like premium like collectors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean they're no longer going to do any physical media in uh, Australia and New Zealand, which it's just, just because Disney, of low demand right now. It's not right, all the other right. companies, but it'll probably fall suit. But like a Little Mermaid, you know, it did 500 million box office. You know didn't break even or at least got really close. close yeah. uh, and then, but you know, they said the paid video on demand is doing really well okay. overall. So, you know, it probably did make a decent amount of money mm-hmm. in the end, but and also uh, it's just interesting. Kind of cool. Elemental sure. turned around. I mean, it's yeah. definitely going to be making profit in theaters and it'll be a, I think a pretty good merchandising one and then home on, you know, video release or whatever in Disney plus should do pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's honestly, it's going to, it's going to pass, which is shocking. It's going to pass the first cars movie, which is, very impressive to me. Like, I mean, that's pretty yeah. crazy, honestly. All the Hollywood the is very passed, shocked by that. <laughs> already passed Cars three a long time ago, and passed like I mean, all the a lot of the older Pixar. I mean, Lightyear, you know, two hundred million past Light. It's done almost double Lightyear, which is they incredible. said in South Korea, it's the second biggest Hollywood movie of all time, is what I read. Wow, yeah, it's uh, super good. So wow. it's it's surprising Definitely. how long this movie has kept going. But again, I think Gotten a big part legs. of that is they didn't just release it right away. Like, I think there would have been a temptation after it flopped super bad the first weekend would be just throw it on Disney plus within 30 days, you know, mm-hmm. but they, they haven't. And it's, and it's had long tail. I mean, same with Indiana Jones and little mermaid, even guardians three guardians three was like two or three months after it was pretty much done with its theatrical. I mean, maybe not three, but, but still, I mean, Indiana Jones and little mermaid have been not making money for a long time and they still haven't put it on Disney plus, which I think is seems to be working if they can make a billion you know obviously they're not yeah. gonna all make i mean billion, even if they can make 300 still. million or whatever that's not nothing that's almost i mean obviously 30 percent of it or whatever split they have with the store has to go but that's a lot that's a lot of a pure lot straight than, to them and i also heard the like barbie they said is already coming out on paid video on demand on september uh something mm-hmm. but they said like after that initial huge um increase at the beginning you know the longer something's in theater the bigger the split is with the theaters like the theaters start making more and more as time goes on so you know it's in their best interest is once that split starts getting worse for the studio is bring it out and paid video on a man get that extra you know boost from everyone who wants to watch it and then they can keep you know kind of booking off of that or banking off that so Anyways, but uh, all right. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to wrap it up. Uh, next week, we're going to be reviewing, or hopefully next week. We'll see. We've been a little bit sporadic, but is our next movie is um, is G-Force, uh, which is this uh, interesting one that we used to watch, actually, I feel like a decent amount. Um, if we do our podcast next Wednesday, we can also talk about the first two episodes of Soka. I'm going to be praying every day until then that it's good. But <laughs> please, Dave Filoni. It's crazy because it's not like movies like G-Force, you watch it as a kid, then you watch it again as an adult, and you realize like the actors are like actual, some of them are like big name actors yeah. and actors, and you've seen them mm-hmm. in other things before. Mm-hmm. Have you, did you watch stage. it recently? <laughs> no. Okay. I've seen it recently. But yeah. I've, I've noticed that like on other movies yeah. sometimes, and I know G-Force is the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like one of those movies like, where you like the premise, you're like, uh-huh, okay. Sure kind of like Turbo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, all right, well, join us next week for another discovery from the wonderful world of Disney+, and we'll see you real soon. 